Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and today, welcome to the second video of today's list, I guess, because we made a video earlier about running backs. If you guys missed that, make sure you check that out. This video, we are doing a mock draft, a 12-team mock draft at that from the 8th overall spot, as requested by one of my subscribers, Jonathan Cortez. Shout out to him. Happy birthday. I believe his birthday was yesterday, but happy birthday to him regardless. I really appreciate all the support I see in the comments. Now, I'm not necessarily going to be taking a million requests from the comments. I'll literally just read one randomly, and when I'm going to make my second video, if I'm going to make two mocks for the day, I'm just going to pick one of those comments and try and do it for you guys. I really appreciate the amount of comments and the amount of support we've been seeing. So like I said, this is a 12-team mock draft from the 8th overall spots of PPR League. The roster positions are one quarterback, two running backs, two wideouts, a tight end, two flexes this time, but I think you would actually approach the draft pretty similar, whether it's one flex or two flexes, at least to me. One defense, one kicker, and six bench spots. So before I get into the video, I'd like to ask you guys, could please go down below and click that subscribe button. It's free, and I produce content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship and while you're down there after you hit that subscribe button check out the draft guide seven dollars and fifty cents for the whole month of august on patreon i'd really appreciate if you guys would join big things are coming on there as well updated rankings and even more stuff coming the whole month of August. So let's get right into it. Like I said, 12-team PPR mock draft from the 8th overall spot. We're doing this on Fantasy Pros Draft Wizard, so if you guys want to do it, that is also probably going to be linked down below in the description on this website. We're going to be drafting up against the computer, which I think is very good considering, hey, I don't have to wait two hours to do a fucking mock because the people are over here fucking around drafting a kicker in like the first round. Here, that doesn't happen since we're playing up against the computer. That has kind of... Since I have like the pro version of Fantasy Pros, we're drafting up against not just the experts, but we're drafting up against the ADP of other websites like ESPN, Fantrax, a bunch of websites that uh, have ADP. So first pick of the draft was Christian McCaffrey, followed by Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill, and Ezekiel Elliott. A very unorthodox start to the draft. Now, if I'm being honest with you, that is very unorthodox because you typically only see one wide receiver go within the first five or six picks of the draft. Now, three wide receivers went. Is this out of the ordinary? Is this going to be impossible to happen in your league? No, this could 100% happen in your at-home league. I would not be surprised if something like this happened because in some leagues, people aren't as high on running backs as a guy like myself. So right here at the eighth spot, the typical pick for me is going to go ahead and get that running back. Now, the running back value is going to be even better here than it would typically be due to the fact that a bunch of people went wide receiver, but it would have been running back probably for me. Regardless, I really don't like going wide receiver in the first round. It's just not for me. I really think the running back position falls off after the first couple of rounds, so I think attacking the running back position early is key to winning your 2020 fantasy football league. So looking at running back still available, Davin Cook, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, C.H., Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders, Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs. So C.H. has rose up the rankings to the eighth ranked running back. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. What made him move up? I mean, Damian Williams opting out, sure, it moves him up slightly for me. I mean, he probably stays the same for me. He's my running back 12. He stays there. I'm not really getting extra high on him. I thought he'd be fine even with Damian Williams there, and I thought he was going to get a shit ton of carries. I just thought it would take maybe a couple weeks. So why is are people now really moving up on him? I don't really understand that. So at the running back, there's a couple of guys here that I would like to get now. Obviously, since we're at the eighth spot, typically a guy like Derrick Henry may not be there or Joe Mixon. My pick would be Joe Mixon, but I'm going to talk about a couple of picks here. 
that you may want to take just in case you obviously are in a situation where it's not like this and people are taking running backs more early. So Joe Mixon would be my pick for me. Why? Because I think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to improve this year after getting Joe Burrow. I think the offensive line is going to get better. They had an offensive lineman they drafted in the first round last season. Just get hurt. Typical Bengals session or not session, typical Bengals fashion because the motherfucker just got hurt before the season even ended up starting. Now he is coming back. They have AJ Green coming back. They have a good team and they're ready to go and they're talking about how Joe Mixon's going to be getting some more dump offs out of the backfield. Going to be looking a lot better in that case. I love Joe Mixon this season. That's why he'd be my pick. I would also argue Derrick Henry. He's definitely the safest pick out of the two. The guy's going to run the ball a zillion times on the ground. Sure, he has butterfingers and won't be getting that many points in that fashion, but it doesn't even matter in a PPR league because Derrick Henry can easily carry your team just by putting the team on his back, Darren Sharper hold by deck type status on a weekly basis. So looking at the running backs still available after them, I would also argue you could go with Nick Chubb here or Josh Jacobs or Austin Eckler. I really like Chubb. I think Chubb is not going to get that much pass catching opportunity due to the fact that Kareem Hunt is there, but I still think he'll be good. Jacobs looking to get an increased workload in the passing game. And then Austin Eckler, obviously a pass catching running back who could also do it on the ground. He did it very, very well on the ground last season after Melvin Gordon got hurt. And now Melvin Gordon, or not after Melvin Gordon got hurt, because Melvin Gordon just decided to sit out on the beach, smoke a cigar in Cabo or Cabo, Mexico, said, fuck you, and then eventually came back because he realized Austin Eckler was so good. So we're going to go with Joe Mixon here, but I would not argue with any of those picks. Dalvin Cook, the reason why I wouldn't pick him here is because I'm just worried about the fact that the guy's so injury prone. He will be great when he's healthy, but will he be able to make it throughout the whole season to win your fantasy playoffs and your fantasy championship? I am not too sure about that. So I do like this back part of the draft pick, pick 8, 9, 10, 11, or 12. I prefer to be inside of the or outside of the top 10 in a 12 team league, like 10, 11, or 12, since I kind of like picking on the turn, but eight is pretty good as well. I really don't like picking right in the middle, though. Six, seven, or five are picks that I really don't like. So after we went with Joe Mixon, a running back run, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, CEH, followed by Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. Now, that is a strategy that some people are going to do at these 12 spots. Very easy to do, considering the wide receiver value is very nice there, typically at the end of the first round, since most times by the end of the first round, only one or two wide receivers have been taken before you get to go. Personally, that's not something I want to do, though, because I believe that this guy's running backs are going to be absolutely dog shit. After that, we see Nicholas Chubb, 9-inch Nicholas Chubb, Miles Sanders, and then Austin Eckler. So very typical, three teams in a row go with the two running back strategy, the robust running back early strategy, which is something that I typically abide by. So looking at the running backs still available, Kenyon Drake, Aaron Jones, uh, Josh Jacobs, Todd Gurley, Chris Carson, Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon. If you wanted to go wide receiver here, I would not judge you at all. There are some amazing wide receivers still available. Chris Godwin, Al Robinson, Kenny Galladay, DJ Moore. Those are the guys I like most there. Same with Mike Evans. To me, the pick would probably either be between Kenny Galladay, uh, DJ Moore, or Chris Godwin, depending on which way you would like to go. I think I prefer Galladay the most out of those guys, but it's really a kind of hit or miss there. They're all kind of in the same tier. But for me, it's going to be running back with the robust running back strategy. So to me, there's only three guys here that I would want to kind of take, but I think this is a little early for Aaron Jones, so it would either be Drake or Josh Jacobs. Drake obviously has some great pass-catching work looking in Arizona. 
Now, the issue with him is that it was just like a couple of games sample size after he got traded from the Dolphins, my Miami Dolphins, to the Arizona Cardinals. Now, he was blowing defenses' backs out. They were just eviscerating teams. And while you think, oh, the Cardinals are a pass-heavy offense, they got that air raid system. And while that is true, they were still giving the ball to Kenyon Drake a whole bunch. But to me, it's Josh Jacobs' lock of the century here. Josh Jacobs is a guy that in every second round of the draft, he's always there. If you're drafting in the back half of the first round, he's always there. And you just have to snag him. I'd fucking draft him in the first round. That's how confident I am in Josh Jacobs. The Las Vegas Raiders are going to look to him. Hammed hammer, 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 hammer. I think I said hand at the beginning, arm and hammer the ball into Josh Jacobs' hands. And I believe since Mike Mayock came out and said they want to try to get him more involved in the passing game, and that is even better for Josh Jacobs' point output. So I like Josh Jacobs this year inside of the second round. Even in the first round, I would be willing to take Josh Jacobs since I just believe he is that good. So through the first two rounds, we went with the robust running back strategy. We got Josh Jacobs and Joe Mixon. Now to recap the draft thus far, after we made our selection of Josh Jacobs, Patty Mahomes came out the board, followed by Travis Kelsey, Kenyon Drake, Chris Godwin, George Kittle, me Timbers, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, Mike Evans, Kenny Galladay, Allen Robinson, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, Odell Beckham Jr., and Amari Cooper. So that was seven wide receivers now, in a row. This is something that you should not be surprised happening in the third or fourth round because a lot of the running backs go early, and then the wide receiver value is very high in the third or fourth round. That's why you like to see, and not why you like to see it because you just see it in every single draft, a real wide receiver brigade flying onto the draft board there. Uh, some picks that I don't like here. I really don't like Odell Beckham Jr. in the third round. Now, Jarvis Landry is going to start the season on the PUP, physically unable to participate. So that means that Odell Beckham Jr. may actually be able to get some work in early, but I kind of worry about the fact that they're so run heavy. So to me, Odell's just really off my board. Amari Cooper, I just don't like in a typical kind of league in best ball. He might be much better due to the fact that he is very inconsistent. And his inconsistency makes zero sense because one week he'll just fucking take Josh, Josh Norman, one of the better corners in the league, or Richard Sherman. Whatever you think of as the best corner, Stefan Gilmore, one of those guys, he takes them on and he puts them into the dirt and just rails them repeatedly, right? And then the next week, he'll play against me at corner. Now, I can't fucking stop him for anything, but Amari Cooper, I'm going to lock his ass down because Amari Cooper just makes no sense. He's so inconsistent, and the inconsistencies don't even come with facing up against a good corner. It really just makes no sense to me, so I'm not going to go ahead and draft Amari Cooper now. The big two quarterbacks, big two tight ends, like I say in every mock draft, always typically go in the second and third round, that being Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson for the top two quarterbacks, and Travis Kelsey and George Kittle for the top two tight ends. Very typical going in the second or third round, but the quarterbacks really depend on how sharp your league is. If you're drafting with a bunch of guys who have been playing fantasy for a long time, the quarterbacks may fall to like the fourth round, whereas if you're drafting with a bunch of new people, maybe they get picked even in the first round. Try to figure out where quarterbacks go is just really league dependent. So now our team is Joe Mixon and Josh Jacobs, and like I said, the running back wheel really, not the wheel, the running back like, uh, it just falls it falls asleep. It falls straight off of a cliff because now we're taking guys that I'm not as confident. Now, I am kind of confident in Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette's a guy that not a lot of people talk about. In Jacksonville last year, really tore it up. Now, he is on a contract year, and I highly doubt they bring him back, so they might just try to run the treads off that guy's tires and just run him a zillion times, which I could definitely see. Looking at the wide receiver position, Juju's still available. Juju, I am not really looking to draft him again this year. Now, I'm not actually not looking to draft him because he'll probably end up on a couple 
couple of my teams, but I just feel like the third round's a heavy price to pay, not just because I don't think Juju's good. I think Juju's a very talented wide receiver. I just worry about Big Ben's health, and if Big Ben was to go down again, I think we see a terrible Juju. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, the two teammates out of LA. I really like both of those guys. I prefer Cup, but I'm starting to like Woods even more than him, if I'm being completely honest with you. Due to the fact that once we saw them commit to the two tight end set in LA, it was all Woods. It wasn't really Cooper Cup. So this makes you kind of think, which way do you want to lean? I think Cup is the better wide receiver in real life. Woods may be slightly better in fantasy. But I think I'm going to go ahead here and lean the running back position here and go ahead and snag Mr. Leonard Fournette. Uh, it's, it's tough here because I'm not going quarterback. I'm not going tight end. I know that for sure. We have two flex spots. So we could load up with four wide receivers in a row, but I still don't even like doing that, even though that could be an optimal strategy because then your running backs are just absolutely dicks. So I think I'm going to go ahead and make the right move here and go with the wide receiver. You could just put them in a hat, spin it around, throw it against the wall, flip a fucking coin, do whatever you want for Cooper Cup or Robert Woods. I think both of them are going to be great. Adam Thielen has already been taken. He would be another guy that I typically be looking at here. So you can go ahead and put it, put just flip your fucking coin, pick either of those guys, and you should be good to go with those LA Rams wide receivers. So now we're probably, we have two running backs and one wide receiver. That's typically the my start. I try to get th at least two running backs in the first three rounds, if not three in some cases, but this time it just didn't come to me. I didn't feel like, hey, I need to go ahead and draft those running backs, and it was very good because we read the room correctly because no running backs have came off the board. That was a nine wide receiver run. So after we went with Cooper Cup, Juju came off the board, followed by Mark Andrews, Calvin Ridley, a guy who I'm really, really starting to like third round a little early, but hey, I love the upside there in Atlanta, especially with such a pass-heavy offense. After that, we see Zach Ertz, Robert Woods, A.J. Brown, Cortland Sutton, and Keenan Allen. Worst pick of the draft so far has to be Cortland Sutton in the fourth round. I was really high on him in the offseason. Before they ended up drafting Jerry Judy, I was one of the Cortland Sutton truthers. I saw how good he was. I was really starting to talk him up. But then after they bring in KJ Hamler, they bring in Jerry Judy. Now it's just a shit show over there with Drew Locke, who's an unknown. I really like Drew Locke as well. But he's not like a known commodity in the NFL. So I'm not sure how much he's going to be throwing the ball to Cortland Sutton. So I'm just going to go ahead and avoid Cortland Sutton. So now in the fourth round, we see Leonard Fournette, Todd Gurley, Chris Carson, Melvin Gordon here at the wide or the running back position. Wide receiver still available. Scary Terry McLaurin, Tyler Lockett, baby Chark, do 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 baby Chark, DK Metcalf, T.Y. Hilton, Devontae Parker are the top six wide receivers still available. So to me, this is an easy pick, and it's going to be Leonard Fournette. But you have to understand that I'm going to preach this all the time. Nick Arcolano preaches this in his videos as well. Very nice guy. I've made a video with him before. Very nice guy. Leonard Fournette, what you want to do in your drafts is diversify. If you're drafting in like five leagues, in this spot, you take Leonard Fournette a couple of times. And then the other couple of times, you might want to take Chris Carson. You might want to take Gurley. Because you're going to be wrong on some things. Now, I fucking think Todd Gurley's a trash can. I worry about his knee. His knee is about as useful as your cock if you have erectile dysfunction. Just not very useful at all unless you pop a Viagra. They probably have to pop some shit into his knee just to get him to be able to run. I think Atlanta is such a pass-heavy team. The number one pass-heavy team in 2020. And they returned with the same coaching of Dan Quinn as their head coach and their offensive coordinator is Dirk Cutter. So I don't really see it for Todd Gurley at all this year. I don't see it at all. But in leagues where you're, when you're drafting like six different teams, you for sure have to just draft Todd Gurley once off the upside that he just becomes the Todd Gurley of the past, which is entirely possible. But 
I'm not trying to draft him here. So we're going to go with Leonard Fournette. A bit of a risk here. A bit of a more risky pick. If you wanted to be very safe, you could honestly just draft Lockett here. Chark, McLaurin, all those guys. Metcalf, just very safe here in comparison to Leonard Fournette. But Leonard Fournette had a great season. You could also go with Le'Veon Bell, who to me, I view as a pretty safe running back. But I'm going to go with Leonard Fournette here as my first flex option here for the team with my other running backs of Joe Mixon and Josh Jacobs. I just think he's going to be fine. Again, I don't see him getting 100-plus targets this year like we saw last season. Season, but I think he will be fine. So we're going to go with Jacksonville Jaguar, Leonard Fournette. Hopefully, Mr. Gardner Minshew, starting quarterback of that team, is okay because it came out yesterday that he has, or I mean, they, they kind of fuck you over. They kind of give you a bit of a reach around. They tell you he's on the COVID list, but he could have Rona or he could have been in contact with someone who had Rona. So I have no idea if Gardner actually has Rona or not. But something to monitor. So after we see Leonard Fournette come off the board to us, we see TG Todd Gurley, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, baby shark, do 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 baby shark, Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson, T.Y. Hilton, Terry McLaurin, Jarvis Landry, now very early for Jarvis considering he's on the PUP, uh, physically unable to participate, followed by Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, James Conner, Jonathan Taylor, and Darren Waller. So Darren Waller, after the first couple of tight ends, typically you see these big four kind of go off the board, uh, Kittle, Kelsey, and then like a round or two later, you see Andrews and Ertz. And there's a bit of a drop-off, and then you're going to see a bunch of middle-round tight ends. Don't draft the middle-round tight ends. Either get one of those early guys or just punt the position and wait for my boy Hayden Hurst later. So looking at what we're probably going to be wanting to do here, it's probably going to be running back or wide receiver. Now, there are some running backs that I do like later, guys like James White, guys like Kareem Hunt. If you watched the video from earlier today, I talked about them, so make sure you check that out as well. So for me, we're going to go wide receiver here. Like I talked about, diversify the revenue. You might want to go Stefan Diggs here, considering I think Stefan Diggs is very safe. But to me, the pick is in the upside, and it is in my man-man, Tyler. Yeah, Boyd of the Cincinnati Bengals. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button. So Tyler Boyd has that upside two years in a row of 1,000-plus yard seasons, and he does better with A.J. Green. Healthy A.J. Green now looking like he is going to actually play this year. He signed that franchise tender. So we're going to go ahead and draft Tyler Boyd here. Was an absolute animal last season. I think he's going to get even better with an improved offensive line as well as horse cock joe burrow we do have mixon and boyd on the same team which you can completely do don't fret drafting a running back and a wide receiver on the same team especially if they're a team that you think could be scoring some points like i think the cincinnati Bengals could so after we went ahead and drafted my man tyler yeah boy Devontae parker came off the board followed by stefan diggs aj green that guy has an aj brown and aj green team the double aj's aj squared followed by maki mack ingram dakota prescott hollywood brown julian edelman and debo samuel i'm not drafting debo until like the eighth or ninth round anymore to be completely honest with you i just don't want to draft a guy who i feel like might miss the first couple of games of the season and likely will so the wide receivers are really flying off the board pretty fucking weird in comparison to what normally happens because Dave Montgomery in the sixth round is an absolute steal Kareem Hunt as well I like the wide receivers are now kind of getting decimated so I'm gonna go ahead and draft a running back here now these both these guys to me are very safe options they're guys that I'm really looking to target and sandwiched in the middle of the, my two safe picks of Montgomery and Hunt is a guy who's as unsafe as it gets it's like wearing three condoms at one time because just so you guys know to you kiddos out there you know I'm not trying to tell you what to do but you should only be wearing one because if you wear three there's a higher chance that it rips just so you know that's some interesting facts from your boy notorious so shout out to me for giving you guys the big facts so david devin singletary 
he's just, it's not that he's ass, it's that this situation is ass. They draft Zach Moss for a reason. He's going to be getting the ball probably 45% of the time, 40% of the time. Josh Allen's already vulturing your touchdowns, and now they add another guy that can vulture your touchdowns. Stay away from Devin Singletary. So to me, it's either Dave Montgomery or Kareem Hunt. Kareem has way more upside if Chubb was to get hurt. If Chubb is to stay healthy all year, I would prefer David Montgomery. So it's kind of a crapshoot here. So we're going to go with David Montgomery. I do like Kareem Hunt, though, even when Chubb is healthy to be a guy getting a lot of dump-offs. And with Jarvis on the PUP, we could see Kareem Hunt as the wide receiver, too, potentially going out there getting a shit ton of targets since he can be that guy for the Cleveland Browns. So after we went ahead and drafted David Montgomery, Michael Gallup came out the board, followed by Devin Sealtary, Brandon Cooks, Raheem Mostert, Kyler Murray, Marvin Jones, Will Fuller, Evan Ingram, Easy E, DeAndre Swift, Christian Kirk, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Deontay Johnson, and Robert Gronkowski. A little early for Gronk, considering I feel like he's just an injury-prone kind of guy. Same thing with Evan Ingram. The middle-round tight ends, all those injury-prone bastards. You've got Gronk, right? You got Evan Ingram. These guys just can't stick it together. And then you look even further. You got Hunter Henry. All guys that are just injury prone. So that's why I kind of stay away from these guys. So the wide receivers are just absolutely booty cheeks right now. Absolutely ass cheeks. For in the seventh round, this is just not what you're looking to typically get. So I kind of want to get McCole Hardman, but then I would kind of be reaching. So do we just draft another running back? That's probably what we're going to be doing. We're going to just load up on running backs because that's how the draft is playing to us, and then we're probably going to go ahead and snag a guy like uh, a, a tight end later and then snag a wide receiver after this round that I like in McCall Hardman. So we're going to go ahead and draft either Kareem Hunt or James White. I like Kareem Hunt slightly more, but I do think James White should be good this year. And he could be our eighth-round pick, but I highly doubt we're going to draft another running back after we drafted a zillion running backs in a row and only have two wide receivers. But do not fret. Do not shit yourself. If... Any of that kind of stuff happens where a, lot, a run of players kind of goes and then you're like, oh my god, now I have to draft a wide receiver. Don't force it. Just draft the running back at the value. Maybe you can even ship one of those guys off for a better wide receiver. So now we're going to go ahead and select my main man, me, Cole Hardman. Super high upside for the Kansas City Chiefs. If you want to go safer, you can go ahead and get John Brown. But I already feel super confident in Cup and Hardman or Cup and Boyd. So I think Hardman would be the pick here for me. Obviously not the wide receiver two guaranteed for the Chiefs considering Sammy Watkins is still there. But I think Hardman will be able to make his step this year. They have like the fastest offense I've ever seen. It's like a fucking NASCAR race running down the field. You can't stop Tyreek. You can't stop McCall Hardman. You can't stop Sammy Watkins. You can't stop Travis Kelsey. This offense is just crazy, and I think McCall Hardman gets the opportunity this year to be great. So the worst pick of the draft actually has changed from the dumbass who drafted Cortland Sutton in the fourth round to the idiot who drafted the Pittsburgh Steelers defense at the 907. Do not draft the defense until like the last three rounds of the draft. So after me, Cole Hardman, we see Henry Ruggs. Very early for Henry Ruggs. Very, very, very early, to be honest with you. I don't get that at all. Followed by Maddie ice in the veins. C.D. Lam, Justin Jefferson, John Brown, Sterling Shepard, Ronald Jones, James White, Jerry Judy, Darius Geis, Mike Williams, Jalen Rager, Tariq Cohen, and the Steelers defense. So the running backs are falling like a motherfucker. This is very abnormal to what you typically see in your drafts. But hey, this is entirely possible. This could be something that happens. So now we're going to go ahead and snag another wide receiver that I like with some high upside, and that is Mr. Anthony Miller of the Chicago Bears. Now, 9-inch Nick Foles should be the starting quarterback this season. I would assume, I doubt Kisten Titties Trubisky is able to become that starter. No, not even become the starter, because he's already the starter. He's going to get his ass kicked out in like a day. He's just not good. He's just not the guy, in my opinion. 
And Anthony Miller was fine with Trubisky, so even if it is Trubisky for some time, I wouldn't even worry about it. I think that he really plays better and plays up even better this season with the Chicago Bears, a team that I think is looking to bounce back after having kind of a terrific, not a terrific, a truly terrible season in 2019. After that double doink, the whole fucking, the whole team just went to shit. Actually went to shit once they decided to draft Mitch Trubisky ahead of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. So after Anthony Miller, we see a running back run. Sony Michelle, Jordan Howard, J.K. Dobbins, Matt Burita, Philip Lindsay, Marlon Mack, Keyshawn Vaughn, Carrion Johnson. Now, C.A.D. McCoy did sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've talked about this before. Doesn't affect me at all, in my opinion, on Rojo. It does affect me on thinking that Keyshawn Vaughn will potentially have some. I didn't really like him anyways, if I'm being honest with you. But now I'm just fading Keyshawn Vaughn. Hit him with the Michael Jordan fade away. And now it is time to draft probably a quarterback here. Considering we are in the 10th round, unless we want to go ahead and make sure we get our tight end, which is what we're going to do here. Tyler Higby is available. I would not mind picking him here. Like I always say, diversify the revenue. You get Hurst a million leagues. You get Higby in one because I think this Rams offense is new and improved. Not even new and improved because the same fucking team pretty much besides switching out Todd Gurley and bringing in Cam Akers. But I just think they're going to be fine with this two tight end set. But I think Hayden Hurst is the better pick here in Atlanta. Super high octane offense in Atlanta. Very pass heavy. And Dirk Cutter loves the tight end. And he's going to make sure to get Hayden Hurst involved. Austin Hoop God Hooper, now a Cleveland Brown. They got rid of him for Hurst. That guy literally had almost 100 targets in 13 fucking games. Are you kidding me? You know how good Hurst is going to be if he gets that opportunity? Very, very good. So after Hurst, we see Darrell Henderson caught the board followed by Tevin Coleman, who's I'm kind of falling off on now. Since Raheem did end up signing, but sure, he's a nice high upside pick in the 10th round, followed by Sammy Watkins, Tyler Higby, Latavius Murray, Golden Tate, Jared Cook, 49ers defense, Preston Williams, who I really like, uh, Duke Johnson, Alexander Madison, great handcuff in the 11th round for the Dalvin Cook owner, but this guy doesn't even have Dalvin Cook, followed by Deshaun Jackson, Baltimore Ravens defense, and Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson's a wasted pick by God. Don't pick anyone on the Carolina team that is not named Christian McCaffrey or DJ Moore, maybe Ian Thomas in a deeper type of league. So now we're probably going to hop back onto the running back train because I think there are some wide receivers here that I do like with some upside. We're going to go ahead and snag my main man, Zach Moss, here for the same reason that I don't like Devin Singletary is the reason why I like Zach Moss because they're on the same team. And I think Zach Moss, if Devin Singletary was to go down, could have that top 15 potential. And if Zach, if Devin Singletary is healthy, Zach Moss will be a guy that you can throw into your second flex and be pretty happy about it, especially if someone was to get hurt. On your roster, you just throw him in. He'll score you like eight, nine points probably every single game. After we went ahead and drafted Zach Moss, Zach Moss wants to actually, he just called me up and he said, Hey guys, please make sure to subscribe to the Notorious Fantasy channel. He didn't actually say that. I said it. I put words in his mouth, but I don't give a fuck because Zach Moss, he probably likes these videos. He'd want you to subscribe because he likes how much I like him. Winky face. So after that, after we drafted Zach Moss, Austin Hooper came at the board, followed by Michael Pittman, Brandon Ayuk, Tony Pollard, Naheem Hines, Nikhil Harry, Antonio Gibson, Al Sean Jeffrey. Antonio Gibson's a guy I've seen getting drafted late a lot now. Actually, a guy that I'm not really all that on, if I'm being completely honest with you. I can see the reasoning in wanting to draft him because, hey, Geis is really injury prone, but I still think AP ends up being the guy there. If anything was to happen to guys, which it will, probably just a couple of fucking seconds into the season starting, he's just going to break his leg. So 
We have to draft a quarterback now. We've waited a while, and at this point, you can go ahead and draft two quarterbacks if you want. If you don't feel ultra confident in one of these guys, you can draft two, but I feel confident in one man, and that is Matthew Snapback. Now, I understand he does struggle with that back injury. Last year, he ended up making a miss half the season. The season before, he kind of got hurt with that same back type of injury. A couple With a couple of weeks left, he played through it and played like dog shit, but Stafford was on MVP pace last season. I think this offense is set up for Matt Stafford to sling the ball. They're really not a run heavy offense at all they really just don't like to run the ball because Matt Patricia takes that pencil and shoves it straight up his ass because he is not a very good coach so now it is time to probably draft a couple more wide receivers since we only have four and I feel like we might need at least one more so after Matthew Stafford we see Boston Scott come off the board followed by Justin Jackson Noah Fant Chase Edmonds Buffalo Bills defense Curtis Samuel Brashad Perry Mann AJ Dillon TJ Hawken God Adrian Peterson New England Patriots defense Damian Harris Anthony McFarland and Larry Fitzgerald Larry Legend don't pick him, but he is the legend in real life. So now it's time to snag another wide receiver here. We're going to go ahead and get my main man, Alan Lazard, here. Now, I don't actually love Alan Lazard. I'm not all aboard the Alan Lazard hype train like a lot of people were. I was aboard the MVS and Geronimo Allison hype train last year, and you saw what that did. That literally, they both had unconsensual sex with your dead corpse. That's how bad they were. They did nothing. They literally murdered you and fucked you. A murder of sorts. A murder, rape, a rape, murder. So, don't want to get uh, demonetized by saying those words a bunch of times. But Alan Robinson just fucked you over completely. Not Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson played great. Um, not Alan Lazard either, because Alan Lazard actually played pretty good. But MVS and Geronimo Allison, they were the guys getting hyped up. Oh my god, Aaron Rodgers going to throw the ball to them. That was probably what I said like last year. Blah, blah, blah. Aaron Rodgers is the fucking greatest. And then we learned that they like to run the ball. So that even lessens Alan Lazard's value. But hey, I'll take him happily in the 13th round. But don't go ahead and select him thinking he's the second coming of fantasy football. Jesus Christ. So after we went ahead and drafted Alan Lazard, his teammate Jamal Williams ended up coming off the board, followed by Mr. Carson Wentz, Mike Licky on my Gasicki. Uh, you like that, Kirk Cousins, Paris Campbell, LaShawn McCoy, who's a fucking waste of a pick. Don't draft LaShawn McCoy, Devontae Freeman, who's still not on a team, and Darrington Evans. Now we're just going to go ahead and snag our handcuff for Mr. Uh, Mr. Leonard Fournette. It's probably Rock Armstead, but Rock Armstead has the Rona. So we're going to go ahead and take Chris Thompson, who's a great pass catching back and should be utilized even if Fournette was not in in the game and by in the game I mean completely out of the game so now we got our whole roster complete now we just got to go ahead and draft some kicker or a kicker and a defense even though we already got our kicker Kareem Hunt so <laughs> funny joke guys make sure you laughed so Chris Thompson after that we see Jarek McKinnon and then Aaron Rodgers Carlos Hyde Joshua Kelly Hunter Renfro Rock Armstead Danny Dimes Big Ben Roethlisberger Harrison Bucker the fucker Baker Mayfield Dallas Goder, Chicago Bears defense Antonio Clown who has an eight game suspension don't draft a guy with an eight game suspension Denzel Mims and the guy's not even on team yet so now it's time to draft our kicker in defense for defense I just scroll down draft the defense that has a shitty week one opponent and we're going to be drafting up against ourselves here because I think Joe Burrow falters and makes a couple of mistakes that are going to make the Chargers defense play pretty well. I do think that Boyd and Mixon can still get it done, score a touchdown or two, and your defense could still do fine if, if uh, Mr. Joe Burrow makes some bad decisions or gets sacked a bunch of times, considering they still don't have the greatest O-line ever. So now it's time to draft a kicker. You just go ahead, you close your eyes, you just watch the kicker ranking video. It's going to come towards the end of August. Happy August to everyone. Hope everyone is doing well. Really do. Uh, if anyone needs to talk at any time, uh, if something's going wrong in your life, just make sure you can DM me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Notorious Fantasy, uh, at Notorious FNTSY. 
just make sure even if you're if you're doing completely fine you just want to talk i'll uh, try to talk to all you guys i really appreciate everyone so i want to go ahead and get the kicker mr robbie gould for the san francisco 49ers i will have better kicker rankings finalized by the time your draft is actually happening towards the end of august so we got to be on this draft but Fancy Bros can go uh, B off or F off, really, at this point, even though they're sponsored, they sponsor me. Should be an A, though. Come on. Come on, Fancy Pros. So, uh, at our quarterback, to recap the draft, we have Matthew Stafford. Our two running backs are Joe Mixon and Josh Jacobs. Our wide receivers are Cooper Cup and Tyler Boyd. Our tight end is Hayden Hurst. Our two flexes are Leonard Fournette and David Montgomery. Our kicker and defense don't matter. Our bench is comprised of Kareem Hunt, me, Cole Hardman, Anthony Miller, Zach Moss, Alan Lazard, and Chris Thompson. Let me know if you guys did end up enjoying this draft. At any point you did end up enjoying it, please make sure to click that subscribe button. I'll see you motherfuckers tomorrow with at least one video, maybe even two, because I got fired from my job because corona fucked me over so now i have nothing but time have a great rest of your day i love you all good boy